Welcome, everyone, to the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Here on the show, we bring you interviews with business owners, executives, and key players operating in and around the Ottawa, Ontario, Canada region. We grab their insights on business, marketing, leadership, and motivation. We hope you'll tune in. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a very special guest lined up here. We have a tremendous interview with Antonio Romeo. Antonio is the owner and proprietor of Capital Sound, appropriately named, uh, as it is based right here in the nation's capital of Ottawa. Antonio has started a labor of love uh, uh, called Capital Sound. He started it as a bit of a project. I'm not going to give you too much of the details. You'll have to listen to uh, to the inspiring story of how the business started. But they have been around for the past 17 years. It has grown out of a basement. They are now Canada's largest Klipsch dealer in the country. And there is tremendous insights in this interview that he provides for those business owners, those in business, and those that are out there looking to take their business to the next level. Capital Sound is involved uh, heavily in the home theater business. They also supply and sell speakers and high-end AV equipment. This is definitely an interview you're not going to want to miss. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Pagioni. Joining me today on the show, we have a tremendous guest here lined up with a vast business experience in both the high-tech space and the home theater sound uh, environment. We have with us today on the show, Antonio Romeo. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Paul. Great to be here. I will confess to uh, to the audience, uh, Antonio and I go back uh, many, many years, uh, having grown up together, graduated high school together. Um, so I do, I do know a lot of what we're going to talk about here, and I've seen a lot of his passion uh, from an early age, which is really nice to see, and really nice to see some success from some local uh, business owners uh, through the years. So maybe for the audience, uh, Antonio, we, let's let's sort of, uh, as we always do here on the show, talk a little bit about your background and sort of where you're from. Are you are you originally from Ottawa? Yeah, born and raised uh, here in Ottawa. Uh, my parents were uh, immigrants from Italy. Uh, my father okay. from uh, Calabria, and uh, my late mom from uh, from Sicily. Okay. And I have okay. uh, an older brother, Mario, and a uh, younger sister, Pasqualina. Uh, okay, so you're right in the middle. Other families. I'm right in the middle. <laughs> I'm the troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to ask this because I think, it's, I, think, I think you can see it in, in sort of the way that your business has transpired over the years. And as we'll get into the multiple businesses, your dad was an entrepreneur 
was he not at a younger age when, yeah, when you were growing up? Yeah, my dad uh, was a hairdresser uh, for so many years. Uh, he just recently retired last year because of COVID. Okay. Uh, he's had uh, several uh, beauty salons uh, here in Ottawa, uh, okay. which I got to work, uh, work at uh, at a young age, uh, from sweeping hair uh, yeah. to graduating and uh, washing some of the clientele's hair. Uh, okay. At the same time, it was uh, and answering the phones and learning to uh, to deal with the public uh, yeah. and interact yeah. with the with the public. Uh, so it was a great learning experience uh, for me. Oh, that's awesome! That is awesome. Now you had an early interest as well in in music. Is that is that fair to say? Oh yeah, Paul. You remember those high school dances <laughs> at uh, at St. Pat's? Uh, they were they were awesome. <laughs> yeah, those they definitely dances they, were lit. <laughs> they definitely were. So just so, so full disclosure here for the audience, as I as I mentioned, we went to high school together. Nino was act. Uh, Antonio was actually the the DJ in high school at our dances. It was uh, it was it was quite spectacular, and he'd warm up at home in in the basement. There it was. Um, but what what was maybe we can touch on that now that that we're discussing it what was what was it early on that attracted you to that honestly i don't even remember what attracted me to it uh i think it was just the the tech and gadgets of it okay uh, i was djing alongside uh with my brother uh my brother mario uh, and I just loved looking at the equipment and, uh, what it was. And I remember that we were the very first in Canada, uh, back then to own, uh, these, the Denon, uh, 2000, uh, CD players, uh, okay. yeah, the very yeah. first, I don't, we, my, my brother and I always joke around about it saying, where the heck did we get the money to go <laughs> and buy that stuff? Cause the equipment was not cheap. Uh, yeah. we were like 16 years old. And I remember that that unit was about two thousand dollars or three thousand uh, yeah. dollars. And then the following year, there was uh, this Pioneer uh, CDJ five hundreds or one thousands, whatever they were. Uh, okay. And there was a, like a five or six thousand dollar system, and we just yeah. went. We uh, we were the first in Canada again to buy that. Uh, and uh, wow, when we look back, we go, "How the heck did we do it?" From having yeah. a paper route to having yeah. a part time job. Uh, and then even uh, landing DJ gigs, uh, we were paying for the equipment. We weren't profiting from it because yeah. whatever monies we were making, we were throwing it right back in to <laughs> buying, whether we were buying CDs or buying more yeah. and more equipment. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was fun. It was, uh, it was our key to getting into all the, the best parties in Ottawa. <laughs> <back then. laughs> So early on, you have this this attraction to to DJing. You're also a very good athlete, I will say. I remember from the track and field teams. And how would you describe yourself to the audience for those that don't know you uh, in high school? Were you? I definitely say you weren't the bookworm or the, or the quiet guy in the uh, in the library or very intelligent. No, I- I, I would say that I got my dad's personality. Uh, I yeah. like to joke around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take life uh, <laughs> on the lighter side. Uh, you know, when I'm when I need to be serious, I can be serious. Uh, but uh, I, I like to keep things on the lighter side and very amicable. Uh, yeah. Very. I'm an open book. Uh, yeah. To speak uh, to speak openly, really. <laughs> uh, what you see is what you get. There's yeah. uh, there's no BSing with me. Uh, yeah. 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 
Yeah. And always sharply dressed. I will say that too from well, high school. We had uniforms at the end of high school. Man, that was, he was dressed better than, than the, uh, than the principal. It was, <laughs> <laughs> but, not, but honestly, not these days, uh, in, uh, here at COVID, uh, working at home, uh, in the home office, uh, just lounging in the Lululemons <laughs> and, uh, and uh, chilling. It's, uh, it's quite the change. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So following, following high school, you worked in, uh, you worked in high tech as well. You sort of followed that passion. Is that correct? That's right. Uh, went into, into high tech, uh, okay. uh, became an Oracle specialist, uh, went, uh, from working in New Jersey, landed a first job in New Jersey. And I was lucky cause I got to work with my brother, uh, in New Jersey, oh, wow. uh, going into Manhattan, uh, going. Into oh, Manhattan, like you guys were stationed there. It was stationed there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gotcha. Uh, wow. So How long were you there? there? Uh, but just over a year. Uh, okay. and then from there, uh, we met, uh, the vice president of Cognicase, uh, okay. Tabarish, uh, which he said, you know, when you're tired of working here in the U S uh, come and see me in, uh, in Montreal and I'll give you guys a, a job in Montreal. Okay. Uh, so there was a disaccord, uh, with our superiors, uh, for the company that we were working with, uh, in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and we ended up calling Norman saying, Norman is the job uh, offer still open in Montreal. And uh, he said, yeah. And it was, it was great because, oh, uh, awesome. we we're closer to being, uh, close to our family, uh, our parents here in Ottawa. Oh, very uh, nice. So we, so we jumped on that, but mind you, uh, as soon as we landed there, uh, he's like, here's a plane ticket. <laughs> you have to, uh, you have to go to Toronto. Uh, we worked on, uh, several projects, uh, there okay. a year later. Okay. Uh, another one, uh, who was at Societe Generale in Paris, uh, several, several projects, uh, with them. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Then, Toronto's uh, a big, Toronto's a big city too. A big city. We had lots of fun there. <laughs> The same with Montreal. Montreal was fun as well. Yeah, Montreal is a good city. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then following Cognicase, uh, I understand you did some work with, is it National Defense? Yeah. So after Cognicase, I decided to upgrade my skills. Uh, okay. That's where I became, uh, went back to school, uh, became an Oracle specialist. Yeah. Uh, and then I decided to open up uh, my own consulting uh, company uh, called Orologic Technologies. Okay. Uh, landed a contract with the Department of National Defense as a data migration specialist and Oracle specialist. Uh, so they were worked on uh, several uh, high-profile projects. Uh, some of them, uh, one of them that I remember, uh, the Hazmat uh, project, uh, won an award over at NATO. Uh, oh wow! Uh, so that was uh, that was that was nice. <laughs> nice to know. Very nice. Um, and then we did another large project uh, over at uh, Canada Post for okay. the address management system. So we upgraded uh, that address management system in, in terms of uh, the data migration. Um, I've been a bit everywhere. I don't remember everywhere where I've been, but yeah. uh, I've, been yeah. around, uh, I've been around the block uh, when it comes to uh, the tech. Well, and, and you know, I think, I think the one thing that, you know, is tremendous value for the audience, especially those, you know, going through COVID, maybe they're going through a situation where they're looking at changing their work career, maybe upgrading their skills. Uh, I think you clearly demonstrate that with the upgrading of skills, because then following that work, you got a master's certificate in project management. 
yeah, I went to Sprott School of Business, I think it's been almost two years. I don't know. Uh, I think with COVID, everything's kind of been, <laughs> you, you don't know how it's much time has passed. It's a blur, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, uh, and then uh, during COVID, I think three months ago, uh, I got the uh, Scrum Master uh, certificate as well. Uh, learning okay. to do development in an agile uh, agile approach uh, to doing oh, excellent. things. Uh, so it opens up it opened up my eyes not just when it comes to the tech field but even uh in my own personal uh side business that i have of capital sound okay uh so i'm a bit of a perfectionist uh (laughs) when it comes to what i deliver in uh in it because i don't want it to uh I don't want it to screw up. Uh, yeah. And some of the stuff that we worked on is very high profile. Okay. Uh, and it, it just cannot screw up. Uh, yeah. Hence, yeah. I forgot to mention that you also had a, a stint in uh, Florida because uh, we did a 911 system uh, and the oh, wow. county jails uh, uh, system over there as well. Uh, wow. So then some so high there's profile no, there's no room for error. There's no room for error, right? right. And, right. Uh, and that's enlarged into me. Uh, yeah. So when I'm doing stuff for whether it's a client or even for Capital Sound, uh, there really is no room for error uh, in my okay. mind. Uh, but okay. the agile approach uh, that I've been just taught, uh, not that there's room for error, uh, but it teaches you to deliver in smaller chunks rather than delivering a final project you know, longer oh, down the road. Okay. Uh, so you can... It's, uh, it's a different approach to doing things, and I think it's uh, more beneficial. So all along, you're you're working in high tech. Yeah. But you've got this this itch you're you're trying to scratch with Capital Sound because Capital Sound is really they did not start off as kind of like a side a side side hustle or side business. It, it was definitely a side hustle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know how this started? It's a funny story. Uh, so we bought a house, uh, here in Ottawa, right after we got married, uh, and we were renovating it, uh, from top to bottom. We took the drywall down and we literally renovated the whole thing. Okay. Uh, and then I needed an HDMI cable for my home theater in the basement. Okay. And when I saw the prices back then, this is roughly, I'd say in 2004, when I saw the price for this cable, I need a 50 foot cable and this cable is (laughs) $2,000. And I said, are you joking? $2,000 for a cable? Yeah. Uh, and it was a monster cable. Okay. I said, yeah. forget it. I own a business. I'm going to call this company up and I'm going to open up an account. Uh, yeah. With, and in all honesty, I thought that they were just going to turn me down. And they said, sure. I okay. bought the cable. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, and it wasn't $2,000. It wasn't $2,000. I saved quite a bit of money. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm like, wow. Uh, and speaking openly, it was 50% off. Uh, and I'm like, <laughs> This is, this is a deal, right? So I bought yeah. two. <laughs> and uh, and then I bought all the speaker cable, and then I just went top of the line everything uh, at okay. that point, right? And then, uh, okay. uh, but I did have a hard time opening up accounts with a lot of the other major brands that we have today. Uh, okay. Because they saw me as just a fly-by-night uh, basement uh, company. Yeah, uh, and I wasn't taken seriously, and uh, but little by little, I've been building the company and moving up the ranks. Where I was the largest uh, independent monster cable dealer in Canada. Uh, oh, good have, for you! 
Yeah, I would, I would have tractor trailers. I remember one time there were two tractor trailers parked in front of my house uh, and full, and they were all for me. Wow. Because my rep back then, we became good friends. Uh, he says, Antonio, i got a deal for you. There's a, they're having a liquidation sale. I, and I didn't okay. even ask what. I just said, send it. And he goes, <laughs> what do you mean, send it? Send it all. Because uh, I've seen what the liquidation sales were in the past, uh, and they were very good. So okay. he, he sent two tractor trailers. Okay. My wife wanted to kill me. <laughs> She's like, where are you putting all this stuff? I filled the garage. I filled the basement. Uh, I went to my mother-in-law lives next door. I filled her garage. Uh, they were not happy with me. Uh, so, uh, but I sold it all. Uh, little you. by little, I sold it all. And uh, that's how I became uh, the largest. And then in the industry, uh, in the AV industry, the some of the manufacturers caught wind of this. They're like, who is okay. this guy? Right. Okay. Uh, but still the big brands like uh, LG and Panasonic and Sony, they still didn't want to have anything to do with me. Uh, okay. I wanted TVs. They still didn't want to have anything to do with me. Uh, but then I brought on Klipsch and I was one of the very first independent dealers in Canada to bring Klipsch on. Okay. And I helped grow the brand in Canada where I became the largest independent Klipsch dealer in Canada. Uh, and where I was at the, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, it was a function, uh, yeah. an industry function in Montreal, uh, that's set up just for our AV industry for, for Canada. And the director of Gentech, who's Klipsch Canada, uh, Dick Turling says, Antonio, can you stand up? And the room is packed with a lot of dealers from Toronto, Montreal, yeah. from all yeah. over Canada, right? Big, big dealers. Yeah. And he goes, can you stand up? Uh, and I'm like, I'm looking at him going, no, no, no. Right. He goes, no, no stand yeah. up. He goes, everyone give him a round of applause as an independent. He's the largest Klipsch dealer in Canada. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Good for you. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and, and everyone at the table, we're always sitting, right? Uh, these guys all own big stores in Toronto. They're like, how good is Klipsch? You go, it's no good. Yeah. You don't want it. And then all of a sudden, everyone's starting to buy Klipsch, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, wow, that's very nice. And then uh, what else? And then the Klipsch came out with uh, this program called the Klipsch Heritage Boutique, uh, which is their top-of-the-line speakers, very expensive, uh, yeah. where they offered for me to be the very first uh, boutique in Canada. And I jumped on it. Oh, very nice. And I think still to this day, I'm the only one in Canada that has all of the Klipsch Heritage speakers uh, on display for people to come and listen to. Oh, very nice. Very they range so, from, uh, what is like $4,000 all the way up to $24,000 a pair of speakers. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So for those, well, I mean, this is a perfect segue right into Capital Sound. Maybe for those in the audience that may not know exactly what Capital Sound is, uh, maybe tell us about it. Uh, so Capital Sound, we're a home theater uh, and hi-fi uh, store. Uh, we have both the uh, Ottawa showroom here and online. Uh, not everything that we have uh, is online. Uh, we're okay. slowly trying to get all the product there online. Uh, so that's what we do. We have uh, various brands. Uh, we even started making our own speakers. Uh, oh, okay. our own cables uh, under our own brand uh, called Music Note. Um, okay. 
and uh, what else is there? Uh, yeah, so we still do Klipsch. Uh, we just okay. brought on uh, another U.S. company. Uh, you may have heard of them, Polk Audio. Uh, so we have the exclusivity for the Ottawa area for their new uh, Polk Legend uh, speakers and their, okay. Polk, and their new Polk uh, Reserve. Okay. Uh, what else is there? Uh, even Denon and Marantz uh, were a large dealer for them. Okay. Okay. And we so also see. got the exclusivity uh, here in Ottawa for um, uh, Steinway, Steinway and Sons, the ones that make the pianos. Uh, oh, okay. We have their speakers. Okay. Not pianos. Not the pianos, but Just we the have speakers. their speakers. Gotcha. Very yeah, expensive. Gotcha. <laughs> Those ones gotcha. There. gotcha. Uh, but we have so, all sorts of price points. Uh, yeah. So as, that's what budget, I was going to say. So if, if, someone's, if someone's looking to upgrade their home theater, upgrade their speaker system or their sound system. They come into you and they say, and you can, you can, can you, you guide them right through the process? Like we'll your guide budgets. them right through the process. X uh, amount. We're, yeah. we're very laid back, uh, kind of approach that we take. Okay. Uh, one of the other reasons, you know, to get back to this, why I opened up capital sound. I love this stuff. Yeah. Uh, when I used to go into the specialty stores here in Ottawa, uh, they were very snobby. Uh, okay. I don't want to speak bad about them, but they were very snobby. They looked at you uh, as though you couldn't afford it. And they wouldn't give you really the time of day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As you're looking at the stuff and yeah, they uh, prejudged you. You're prejudged. And then I just, I didn't like the feeling and you just basically walk right back out the store. And I promised myself, if I ever go to open up a store like this, uh, I would not do that. Uh, and, and I do not do that. Uh, when people yeah, come nice. in, uh, first things first is, uh, would you like an espresso? <laughs> and I got the espresso <laughs> machine ready to go and I don't just give it to them. You know, I'll have an espresso with, uh, with whomever's coming in. Uh, if they want a beer, uh, they have a beer. If they want a glass of wine, they have a glass of wine. People come to the shop. Uh, I always offer them something to eat, whether it's uh, a yeah. homemade salami. I got my and, supplier. And no prejudging. Johnny. No prejudging. I got yeah. the Johnny prosciutto supplies me, uh, from Montreal. Okay. And uh, as people come in, they're drinking, they're eating, and then we talk business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no prejudging, right? Uh, I remember this one one fellow, uh, he must have been like 19 years old. Uh, he came in. I offered him a beer. He goes, no, no, I'm not of age. So he must have been 18. Okay. Uh, he goes, no, no, I'm not of age. Uh, he goes, but thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, he goes, uh, I, I can't believe that you know, you're treating me like this. I go... We're treating you like how he goes, yeah, like you've known me for like the past 10 years, <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, it's very amicable. I said, Well, absolutely. I said, Uh, he goes, like, he goes, no one, he goes, I've been to several stores over here looking for this stuff, and uh, you know, no one would even talk to me. And here you go, you're offering me a coffee, you're offering me a drink, <laughs> yeah. uh, and you haven't even asked me yet what it is that I need. <laughs> Yeah, 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 but uh, but I think I think that's also. I mean, if, if, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I think it's also part of your upbringing too, and and that well, Italian, Italian hospitality. Yeah, it's yeah. The Italian hospitality, right? For it's, sure, it's, uh, for sure. And this is what I learned when uh, going back to going to my dad's hair salons, right? Yeah, absolutely. Th- 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 this is the way it was. It was yeah. it was very amicable, uh, non snobbiness. Uh, yeah. and, and that's when, uh, the people kind of lay back and I'll give you even another story. Uh, another two gentlemen walked in and, uh, they said, do we need an appointment? I said, no, no, come in. Uh, and I go, well, you guys want a beer? Said, well, how much is it? I go, what do you mean? <laughs> how much is it? I go, if 
He goes, well, how much is it? I go, well, if you invite me into your house, are you going to charge me for the beer? Yeah. If you offer me one, he goes, no. I go, you're in my house. There's no charge for the beer. No, I go, sit awesome. down and relax. I go, he goes, but what if I don't buy anything? You don't buy yeah. anything. It's okay. Relax. It's okay. <laughs> We're a very laid back uh, uh, kind of place over here. <laughs> I, awesome. I said, and if anything, you see me on the street. I see you on the street. We've made, yeah. we made a new friendship. That's uh, awesome. It's worth more to me than uh, $10. That is awesome. No, no, I appreciate that, and uh, that, that's how I do business. What what are the what are the breadth of pro- breadth of product line that you have as well? You know, is it just speakers? I know you mentioned you got the cables, uh, speakers, uh, projectors, projector screens, uh, okay, TVs uh, from Sony, okay, uh, from Sony, LG, uh, Panasonic is out of the game now. Unfortunately, they had a great uh, great TV sets. Yeah, uh, who else is there? Sony. Uh, Neptune for outdoor TVs. Uh, those are very popular now. Okay. Uh, so for in terms of projectors, uh, Sony, Epson, Optima, uh, or the big NJVC. Uh, can't forget them. Uh, are the are they ones. still around? JVC. JVC. Yeah, they're very, uh, very highly regarded uh, in terms of projectors. They're one of the leaders. Uh, in but the they're not in the world. TV business anymore. I don't think. No, they are not in the TV business. So they okay. do, okay. they do uh, projectors, and they actually do the flight simulator projectors for the Department of National Defense. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So basically, any needs that someone has when it comes to tech should be calling you outside of buying a smartphone. You're not selling, are you selling smartphones? or? No, we don't do smartphones at this okay. time. I do, okay. I do turntables now. <laughs> oh, is that is I that popular? Turntables. It's very popular. It's come back. Uh, like with had, records and stuff? With, yeah, with records, albums. What LPs. do you mean? Like like vinyl records? Vinyl records. They've come back and I actually brought a few uh, in. Uh, so we're getting Holy into that shit. business as well now. Wow. Yeah. I didn't think that was back. Wow. It's back. It's back. It's been back for the past five years, but I've never jumped on board. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of my clients are like, Antonio, you really need to bring this in. Uh, wow. So we're bringing them in and we're bringing in our own line of turntables as well. Very... Uh, High end, but not uh, trying to keep the prices low. Uh, okay, more affordable, but they're still uh, they're still high end. They're uh, not for everybody. Uh, okay, but they're beautiful pieces to look at. They're not just a square, yeah, uh, table anymore. They're very artistic, uh, using uh, heavy gauge aluminum with uh, okay walnut uh, wood okay. inside. They're very they're very beautiful. I'll show you a photo one day. So it's kind of going back to that that older style from when we were growing up, and it was like a furniture piece almost, uh, the record yeah. player. Yeah, it's it's becoming that when uh, so people, uh, even the younger generation, uh, they want to touch the music. They want to okay. feel like they're wow. one with the music, where they're dropping the needle down. Yeah, and they're not yeah. just shuffling uh, like with a CD, going to the next, to the next, to the next. You're kind of forced to listen to the whole album. Right, right, exactly. Uh, purchased, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's yeah, what comes well down said. to. Yeah, very and well the said. sound quality uh, of going to uh, to the albums or the LPs or vinyl, uh, it's it's a little richer the sound. Like as opposed to, for example, listening off Spotify or Apple exactly, Podcasts. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. We still do oh, a lot of, yeah, we still do uh, a lot of wireless streaming uh, when okay. we're doing uh, when we're doing demonstrations uh, at the showroom. Okay. Uh, okay. 
because that way there I can hit anyone's genre of music that they like uh, while yeah. they're demoing speakers. Uh, so when I t- when I ask them uh, what's what's your favorite song, and they go, "Ah, oh, you don't have it," I said, "Try me." But I go on my title uh, app <laughs> and I put it in, and I go, "Here it is," and they go, "Wow, this is awesome!" Right? <laughs> I go, "I don't judge. I, I listen to all sorts of music." Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And do you guys do the installs too? So if someone yeah plans it all out, you'll go in and do the install for them. We'll go and do the install as well. Either oh wow, okay, uh, during new construction or after uh, even renovations, we do. Okay, uh, so we do all of that. We even I forgot to mention we even provide uh, home theater seating, uh, beautiful home theater seating that we have. Okay. Like the actual like recliners and stuff. Yeah, the Valencia is the brand. Uh, that okay. We have. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful leather. Uh, oh, very nice. They they light up. You press some buttons and they recline. Uh, they do all sorts of stuff. It's wow, great. wow. So you can outfit the the entire home with everything. Uh, absolutely, we'll outfit the whole house. We'll that's do, excellent. Uh, any specialty decor uh, when it comes to home theater as well. And we also do room treatment in terms of uh, uh, making them soundproof uh, and absorbing sound. We have uh, special, uh, special equipment that we put in. Okay. Okay. When you were starting uh, capital sound, what were, what were some of those early challenges that, that you had? The early challenges were getting the manufacturers to open us up as an authorized dealer. Okay. Uh, it, it was difficult. And I don't know why they would do that. Uh, it, it was it was discouraging, but at the same time, I pushed through. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, and lessons learned. Uh don't take no for an answer. Uh, yeah. yeah, good for you. Yeah. In anything, uh, you still got to push through. And I say, I don't, I don't even understand. This is what I would tell the people. I say, you know, one day you're going to come begging me to sell you, uh, and and that's what's happening now. Yeah, uh, because there's a lot of my competitors that have not jumped on board to the online e-commerce world uh, to okay. sell their stuff online, uh, and they and unfortunately they've they've suffered uh, and had to close their doors. Okay. Uh, one by one and we've embraced it uh, at the beginning and so we worked backwards we embraced the e-commerce at the beginning and then opened up a showroom oh, I see I see uh, I so see. now we have both uh, both going on okay uh, but yeah I just uh, you don't give up the, the that was my biggest challenge even even today there's some brands that I would love to have and and I understand they have the exclusivity with uh, some of the other uh, whoever's left here in Ottawa, they have some exclusivities with them. Okay. Uh, because they don't want to have too much challenges in the same city, even though in Toronto, I'm just going to throw it out there in Toronto. They may have, uh, just like McDonald's, the, the same, uh, a, a different retailer having the yeah. same product as the guy across the street in Toronto. It's allowed, but here in Ottawa, for whatever reasons, it's not. <laughs> okay. I see. I it's, see. It's crazy. So if someone was starting a business today, what, what advice would you give them? I mean, you've touched on a couple of great points there, you know, to persevere, embrace the technology. What the, else would you say? I would say the very first thing, uh, if you're going to start a business, you have to have a website. Um, the, 
the website is important. Uh, so that way there you can get your name out there and yep. make it look professional. Yeah. Uh, don't go into buying the fancy truck or whatever, whatever kind of business you're going into to just go and put your decals on it. Uh, yeah. cause even just the other day we went to go do an install, uh, one of my installers that was supposed to go out, uh, wasn't available. So I went personally and the homeowner said, wow, Antonio, I was expecting a big capital sound truck to show up here. Uh, and I said to him, I don't <laughs> invest my money in the vehicles. I invest it in my showroom and I have product yeah. to show. Uh, I said, many of the guys that just have the big trucks, ask them where their showroom is. Yeah, they don't. They yeah. don't have one. <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah. but I do. I'm not a fly by night. Uh, we've been around for quite some time, and we're still growing. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Because uh, now, actually, we're uh, looking to expand into the U.S. Because uh, I also own the CapitalSound.com. Okay. Uh, so, stay tuned for more. <laughs> yeah, that is excellent. No, that's excellent. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. What would you say are the three things that have had the biggest impact on uh, on your success thus far? Uh, I'm going to say my dad, uh, the biggest. Uh, yeah, well said. Teaching me the the way of the entrepreneur. Yeah. Uh, my brother uh, as well, because he's helped me out even just uh, the other day. Uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever I need help, it's uh, I know I can rely on him. Uh, yeah. And he'll be there in a pinch for me. That's awesome. Uh, and then my wife uh, for supporting me. Uh, yeah, very nice. And following this uh, this adventure, if yeah. you will. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. It's fun. It's fun. It's, well, I, and, I, and I then you're going to get days where the tractor trailer shows up and, you know, you got to put the stuff somewhere. Well, exactly. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> it, it, well, it, it's, it still happens. Yeah. I, you know, to make you laugh, uh, <laughs> I remember I was invited to the what was that movie uh it was the opening of um uh, i'm at a loss for words here it was at the movie theater yeah and it was the premiere of the avengers of the last avengers movie okay okay and i'm seeing on my phone i'm getting my wife keeps calling me <laughs> yeah and i'm going wow i better uh and i'm not answering yeah, because uh, I didn't want to answer uh, in the theater. Uh, yeah. So then I walk out, and she's still calling me, and then I ba- I barely press uh, the green button on my phone. Yeah. And I just got an earful. There was okay. A tra- there was a tractor trailer in front of the house, oh, and they went no. to the wrong location. <laughs> <laughs> they were supposed to go to. The my showroom on Preston Street, and yeah. instead they showed up at the house. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I had to leave the movie. Okay, <laughs> <Just> to say <laughs> the movie was over at that point. No, no, it was just getting started. It was this no, was no, early, no, no this, the movie was it, over it, for you. Oh yeah, it was over for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was nine thirty in the morning, by the way, because uh, it was one of those early movies. And uh, so I go down, uh, and then the tractor trailer is there, and this is when all of the clips ref uh, the clips heritage speaker showed up okay and it was a massive tractor trailer and when i looked at all the speakers i got scared because these speakers are not your little small speakers okay like you need three people to pick these things up wow that's how big they are wow Uh, i got scared (laughs) (laughs) i called my brother 
I go, what are you doing? He goes, I'm working. I said, well, can you come over? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. No no rush, but hurry up. <laughs> no rush. Can you please hurry up? It was, it was one of those. Now, the other thing I do, I do want to touch on because uh, it's a phenomenal piece. Um, we were both at the Miracle Marnie fundraiser gala with it. Uh, you have the magic mirror in Ottawa. How did the magic mirror tell the first? Why don't you tell the audience about the magic mirror and then tell us how it came about? So this magic mirror, it's about a six foot tall uh, mirror. Uh, it has a, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the magic behind it. It's got the TV behind this, uh, this mirror and yep. it's got a, a laptop in there as well uh, that runs a program. And this mirror talks to you. And it's got all this interactive, cool graphics uh, that are on there. Uh, so it's a ultra luxury, glorified photo booth and video booth okay. uh, in one. Uh, how did this thing come up? Uh, I, if I recall correctly, I, I was on Facebook and uh, I got hit with this advertisement and it looked cool. Uh, yeah. So when I looked into it, uh, I was the first in Ottawa to bring it in. So I'm uh, the original. Okay. And uh, so I brought this thing in and we got bookings right away. Uh, so we were getting booked for the hottest shows in Ottawa. Uh, so it was my ticket in <laughs> okay. To, okay, to all these uh, great shows. Like we've done uh, things for the Pale Ale Brewery, uh, okay. their Prohibition Night. Uh, we did things for Escape Manor. Uh, we, we do several things for Escape Manor. Um, what else is the uh, the Miracle Marnie Foundation? Uh, we we donate uh, the use of it because uh, it's a great cause. Uh, and yeah, uh, what else is there? United Way. We've brought brought this thing many many occasions, including yeah. weddings. I think you did some high tech conferences with it too. No, was it IBM yeah. or? Yeah, we did uh, high tech conference for DPI, which uh, IBM had sponsored uh, one of the days for the Magic Mirror. Okay. Uh, done many many events uh, with yeah. this thing. Right now, yeah, it's actually... literally collecting dust because of COVID. Because we can't do anything. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll have to definitely get that thing back out. That is, it is awesome, awesome at a, uh, a, at a lot of event. people. Have, yeah, a lot of people have fun with this uh, with this uh, machine. Actually, uh, my daughter, who's just graduating grade six, uh, we're gonna have a few people over uh, at the house uh, okay. next week. Uh, some of her friends that uh, that are also graduating, so I'm gonna bring the magic mirror over here. Oh, awesome! At the house. Uh, so I'm looking for an excuse to bring it out, uh, and then I'm gonna <laughs> deck great. the backyard out with all of our uh, rental lights that we have, all the DJ rental lights. Uh, gonna, oh, awesome! And I'm gonna bring out my 220 inch screen. Uh, uh, projector screen. <laughs> okay. To, okay. Because uh, their school is doing some type of ceremony. Okay. Uh, virtually. Uh, so I'm going to project it uh, on this thing. Oh, very nice. Very nice. And then I'm also looking forward for the kids here in the in the neighborhood. Uh, I think I'm going to organize a night uh, where I'm going to bring out the this massive projector screen uh, and do a movie night uh, for the neighborhood kids. Oh, very nice. Like a movie in the park. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be in nice. my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's excellent. That is excellent. On a, on a little bit of a lighter note, now that we're all still stuck in COVID as well, any movies or series that you're watching that you'd recommend uh, to others? Oh, so many. Uh, 
Ooh, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I go back and uh, and I watch uh, the Avengers movies. I'm a big Avenger fan. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get my kids on uh, on watching Goonies. Do you remember Goonies? Goonies. Oh my god. From gosh. back in the day, I loved that movie. I think I watched Goonies. that movie like a hundred times. Oh my gosh. You know, I think I might have seen that in the theater. I love that movie. Yeah, Goonies. Yeah, it's Goonies. a good adventure wow. movie. It is. Yes, it is. I, I want them to do a remake of it. <laughs> No, but we're browsing up on the on Netflix and uh, and Prime and the Disney Channel, yeah, uh, all sorts of uh, stuff going on there. What What would you say to those out there that are that are you know leading busy lives as well? I mean, you're definitely uh, you know at the top of the list in terms of staying busy. How do you stay balanced? What What advice would you give to people for that? I don't know if I stay balanced to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, well, to stay balanced, uh, so I had the, the showroom uh, down on Preston Street. Uh, to stay balanced, I also own the house across the street from me, and I put uh, a lot of the displays over across the street. Uh, okay. So I can go and serve uh clients directly from there and just grab my i'm using it as my warehouse oh uh, i see so i just go there and i go and do my deliveries uh so that way i'm close to the kids because they're here uh okay and uh so they're two minutes i'm across the street i do yeah. an order and then i come back home it's great yeah yeah that, that keeps yeah. me uh balanced and close to the kids yeah very yeah very well said yeah very well said any favorite uh favorite food or restaurant you want to give a shout out to now that everything's uh, hopefully back uh, open for good here, but I'm gonna say to my good friend Tony Zaccone over at uh, Sala San Marco, uh, I miss having uh, his wood burning <laughs> uh, pizza. Uh, awesome. Looking forward to doing that as well, and I know that he's uh, expanding uh, Sala San Marco with yeah, uh, to the market, changing it up uh, to the Mercato Zaccone. So I wish him a, a lot of a lot of luck. Uh, yeah, very I know nice. Been hit hard. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely. With, uh, with COVID. Yeah, yeah, and it, uh, hopefully you get that Marcato open and Italy wins the Euro. It'll be great. He can have Absolutely. a little party there. You <laughs> 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 like the cherry on top? It'll be awesome. It'll Absolutely. Be awesome. We'll be up and down the street there <laughs> <laughs> with a two-by-four and an Italian flag hanging off of it <laughs> right out of the car. <laughs> Yeah, except the two by four probably costs you like twenty five bucks now. It's been a twenty five dollar two by four. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, eh? Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, do you have a favorite uh, social media channel or platform you would recommend uh, to others? I don't take my own advice uh, myself. <laughs> I, I like to be on Instagram, uh, yeah, but I don't find that I get any business from it. Uh, okay, and. Where I try to post, and I always do, I don't do it uh, as often as I should, is on the Google Business page. Okay. Uh, because when you do it on the Google Business page, because Google owns it, uh, they post those higher up in Google search. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I always give that advice to people, but I never even take my own medicine uh, for it. <laughs> And I'm uh, I'm trying to do it more often now. What what is it about Instagram that that attracts you over the others? I, I have uh, some clients that are on there. I have some friends that are on there. Okay, and it uh, 
it keeps me in touch with them, seeing what they're up yeah. to. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, you kind of get the, what's going on in the city as well at the same time. Uh, so it's pretty cool, uh, yeah. for that. Excellent. Uh, it Excellent. keeps me up to date that way. Anybody you follow on, on social media, you'd recommend others to follow. I'm all over the map. <laughs> I try to, on, on the social media, I try to follow, uh, people within, within the industry, my, my specific industry. Okay. Yeah. Fair uh, enough. But, uh, I started following this artist, uh, from Miami, Romero Brit Brittle. Okay. Uh, cause I've seen his work, uh, while we were vacationing on, uh, the allure of the seas, uh, on the ship. Okay. And I really loved, uh, he had a little store on there and it was awesome. I didn't realize what, how big of an artist he was. What kind of an artist is he? Like a painter? He's a painter. Yeah. Uh, oh, painter, painter and a sculpture, uh, the sculptures, he does all sorts of stuff. Uh, and, and I got these speakers that we have here and I reached out to him. I said, you know, it'd be cool for you to paint these speakers in your motif. I said, I'll okay. send you a pair for you to keep for yourself. If you paint a pair uh, in your motif and then I'll pay for the shipping back. Oh, very nice. Uh, very so nice. we're in, we're in discussions right now for that. Oh, very nice. Oh, stay tuned to social media. We might have the post. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Probably be worth a million dollars. The speakers, because <laughs> his, his pieces are, uh, his originals are very expensive. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, very nice. What does an ideal day off look for, look like for you? Uh, hanging out with the kids. And totally being disconnected from, uh, yeah, being just being disconnected, yeah, yeah, and hanging yeah. with the kids, yeah, yeah, very nice, very nice. When people hear the name Antonio Romeo, what do you hope they will say? He's a good guy, he's an honest guy, uh, funny guy, uh, family man, yeah, very well said. Very well said. Very well said. We're you definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've uh, definitely appreciated the time here. Uh, Antonio, this has been incredible. Um, I thank you for sharing your, uh, your insights and, and thoughts with the audience here. And we'll definitely keep in touch uh, with some updates. I'm sure you're going to have a couple of updates for some possibly new businesses or expansion of your, of the business itself. And uh, wish you all the luck uh, in the remainder of 2021 year and into 2022. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, Paul. And uh, wish you lots of success uh, with the Ottawa Business Podcast. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Excellent. Thank you. For those listeners looking for additional information about our guests today, Antonio Romeo and Capital Sound, you can reach them by telephone at 613 613- 8848809 that's 6138848809 you can find them on the web at www.capitalsound.ca that's www.capitalsound.ca uh, and as they note on the website, uh, if there is something that you are looking for that you can't find there, uh, by all means, reach out to them and inquire about it. Many of the items uh, that they do sell are online now and more coming uh, each and every day. You can reach them also by email at info at capitalsound.ca. That's info at 
capitalsoundaltogether.ca. And they are also available on social media, on Facebook at Capital Sound CA, on Twitter at Capital Sound underscore CA, and on LinkedIn at capitalsound.ca. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ottawa Business Podcast. We truly hope you found something of value in the show that you can use in your business or personal life. Please remember to like and subscribe to the show. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite player. Thank you.